0: Om Sri Sai Ram, Prasanthi Sandesh, Sai Pearls of Wisdom, welcome to you. Well, after the summer holidays, the school at Varavakonda reopened for the new session. Razu went along with his brother to the school as if nothing at all had happened. It was only then that he actually attended school. He became the leader of the school prayer, a role he had played since he was a small boy. Delighting the teachers with his mellifluous voice, the teachers admired him and vied with each other to teach in his class. Manchi Razu, Tammi and Mahabub Khan being especially fond of him. Venkama recalls that Razu was admitted to 8th standard in the high school at Uravakonda and that his claim of being Sai Baba and the news of his miraculous powers had spread to the people there. In those days Singing of a prayer composed by Rabindranath Tagore began daily sessions in schools established by Annie Besant of the Theosophical Society. The same prayer was sung in Razu's school also. I'll give you the English translation. Moment to moment, Thy creation call resounds. Hearing Thy magnanimous words, Hindus, Buddhists, Jains, Parsis, Muslims and Christians come from the East and West to Thy throne, making the garland of love. Hail to Thee who who unites all humanity. That's how the song goes. The song which speaks of the unity of religions, peace and tolerance, the basic philosophy of Indian life was destined to become the forerunner of the national anthem years later. One Thursday, as Raju was playing and talking to some of his classmates in the worship, Uh, he raised his hand and waved, yellow-coloured rice grains, yes, usually used for worship, hence regarded as sacramental, fell on the heads of his companions. Abdul Khadir, the student leader, came to know of it and asked Razu where he had got the rice and how it had emerged from his hand. Razu spread his right palm and pointing it with his left index finger showed Abdul Khadir the mark of a lotus in the center of his palm. Well, on Thursdays, Razu was known as Sai Baba to visitors of his brother's house and later at the house of Anjanayalu, the excise inspector. Razu would go home early on Thursday afternoons with permission from the teachers to get ready for puja. The puja would begin after five in the evening and would go until eight or nine at night. Often there were no classes on those afternoons because most of the teachers (coughs) holding him in high regard would leave school to attend puja. Often people would seek his counsel, bringing their problems and worries. After Arati, he would materialize vibhuti, sweets and fruit and distribute them as prasadam to the devotees. He also answered questions, most of them before they could be asked. Even his headmaster, struck by the radiant glow on Razu's face, bowed his head, in salutation to him. Though many gathered at the house for Prasadam, the headmaster and teachers like Manchirazu, Tamirazu, V.C. Kondappa and Sesha ayyangar came to listen and benefit from Razu's spiritual wisdom. Many teachers, including Razu, who wrote poems about him, and HS Venkatramana named their children after Baba, while some others were afraid and treated him as a divine being. In those days, the people of Uravakonda also felt devotion towards him and performed rituals, pujas, and attended bhajans in large numbers. Well, outside of school hours, Raju would advise his classmates how to live a noble life. He would collect a group in Subramanya temple and teach bhajans and songs on Sai Baba of Shirdi. The name Sai Baba of Shirdi thus became a link for the world. Raju's following was unquestionable. The boys would sometimes neglect their homework and spending their evenings singing bhajans or following Razu. The elders, supported by irate teachers, often punished them for this behavior. We were beaten countless times, K. Sita Ramarau, his classmate would say later, adding that Razu was much scolded by his sister-in-law, for neglecting his studies. You are not even a Brahmin boy, like your friends. She would have shouted at him. They at least can ask for alms moving from door to door, whereas you cannot even do that. If you do not study well, how are you going to live? Afraid of inciting wrath of the elders, The boys would postpone one uh, Miran Moinuddin Moinuddin M-O-I-N-U-D-D-I-N to act as a watchman whenever they planned a big bhajan meet. If an elder was sighted, Moinuddin would alert the boys and the bhajans would end abruptly. For discharging this duty, he would be allowed an extra helping of the day's Prasadam, earning himself the nickname Prasadam Bhakta, devotee of consecrated food. Years later, Mohini would visit Puttaparthi to have Baba's darshan. He stood near a statue and looked at Baba with intense longing. Baba spotted him from a distance, came near and asked, Is that not Prasadam Bhakta? When did you come? Din was, besides himself, with joy that Baba still remembered him in the old intimate way. Many would come to seek his help. On one occasion, a Muslim horse, cab driver, lost his horse. He was greatly distressed as his livelihood depended on the horse and he would go hungry Unless the animal was found. Someone suggested he go to Razu. When he became there, when he came there, Razu said, go to the grove on the outskirts of the town, about a kilometer and a half way. Your horse will be found grazing there. The driver did as director directed and found the horse as Razu had himself said that he wouldn't interestingly well interestingly a similar episode took place during the times of sai baba of shirdi when another horse cab driver lost his horse and in a similar fashion sai baba helped the poor man to recover it well in another incident a teacher reported the loss of his pen, Razu instantly named a certain servant as the culprit. The teacher protested and vouched for the servant's innocence and honesty. However, he searched the servant's belongings. In the latter's absence, the pen was not found. But Razu explained that the servant had sent it to his son in Anantapur, and a detailed inquiry. Soon confirmed Razu's words. See, the, the, the divinity is revealed right from the childhood. Disgusted with this crippled son, secretly took him and left him in a far off place. It's an incident concerning a Brahmin. Later, when he felt repentant and looked for the son, he was missing. He went to Razu. Who told him that in three days he would get news of his son and in eight days he would return. As predicted, a letter arrived from a local government officer informing the father that his son had been found and in a week the boy was brought home. There were a host of such predictions and all turned true. So many people began to perform Puja and bhajan, bhajans in his presence. Saysamarazu was not happy about this, for he was anxious that his brother should complete his studies and carve out a career for himself. He insisted on Razu being formally educated. Razu used to comment that the Telugu pundit, his brother, did not know anything about him. Razu's teacher. Manchirazu, Tamirazu was greatly drawn towards him. Razu would answer his questions on philosophy, which also brought the other teachers to him. On Thursday, Razu told them to ask questions. There was a great commotion as the teachers vied with one another to ask questions. Like an adept scholar, answered Razu answered all their questions. H. S. Pankatramana was a science teacher and assistant headmaster at the Oravakonda School. His eminence in teaching earned him the President Award. He scorned scorned and challenged Razu's claim to divinity. Razu was unruffled and told him in his inimitable gentle voice, conduct any experiment or test that you like. Then decide whether to believe or not to believe. Then Venkatramana took a coconut and said, I'll break this coconut now. Can you tell me how it will break? Raju said, it will break into five pieces. When when Venkatramana broke the coconut, there were exactly five pieces. Even then he did not faith in he did not have faith in young Razu. Once he was suffering from an acute stomach ache, which no doctor could cure. Some of the teachers suggested that he go to Razu, who by that time had started cure to cure diseases. Drenka Ramana's stubborn pride did not allow him to go to his student. When his wife approached Raju, he asked her, How is your husband's stomach ache? Materializing some vibhuti and giving it to her. That very moment, Venkatramana's stomach ache disappeared, finally convinced that she and he changed his attitude and became Raju's foremost disciples. Many others followed and became devotees as well. The headmaster, T. Lakshmi Patti, maintained stringent discipline, and as a teacher, was very systematic. Being a devoted man, he held the bhajans in his house every Sunday. His daughter, Lalita, would recall that Raju attended the sessions, and took the lead in singing. His song, Karunakara, Karuninsarava, Karunakara, Karuninsarava still rings in my ears. The whole day was spent in Upasana and in the evenings there was puja. He even materialized a rose for my mother. I went to school with Raju and played with him in the evenings. Raju's bountiful acts of grace had begun. He would bless the sick with the Prasadam and they were cured to dispel the doubts that he was none other than Sai Baba. Officially reborn, he would often materialize not only pieces of the robe or fakir or kafni worn by Sai Baba of Shirdi but also pictures of him. On Thursdays, Bindala Hanumanth Reddy, one of Raju's classmates, wanted to talk to him. Although he waited for a long time, Raju did not look at him. In his anger, he threw at Raju whatever came to his hand. When the headmaster heard of this incident, he had Reddy's foot stopped in the hospital as punishment for his outrageous offence. This came to the notice of Abdul Khadr the student leader. How Swami pardoned him, we will know in the next session, Sai Ram.